0: Good afternoon everyone. It is Saturday the 13th of March. It is 3.37pm and I am live with Zara from Morpho Transform Your Life. How are you today?
1: I'm fucking <laughs> You
0: can swear as much as you like on this show because it's realism.
1: <laughs> YouTube too.
0: Yeah. just not on the computer. Okay. <laughs> so Zara, what's been going on?
1: Um, a lot recently, actually.
0: Okay, tell me what's been going on.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> in the last two days, what's the three good things that's happened to you in the last three days?
1: Um I had a big content creation today. Okay. Sorry. Um. A client had a breakthrough day yesterday. Okay,
0: we'll touch on that a bit.
1: Um, which was that was amazing in itself. That's one, and I'm doing this podcast. Boom.
0: Here you go. Bit of um. Brown nose and thrown in at the end there. For <laughs> yeah. good measure. So your journey now, Zara, how did it how did it start? Like Morpho, where does that come from? And what does Morpho do?
1: Morpho. So my my journey, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, um, started about eight years ago. Um it could be longer now actually. Um about eight years ago, just free my own uh, mental health struggles and things like that. But Morpho is Morpho is come from, um, I've got a think about butterflies, but I love the whole thing of the butterfly. The transformation from the caterpillar to in the dark cocoon and then you turn
0: out to be butterfly. a fabulous butterfly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and the butterfly, it's its a beautiful creature and no one even it can't even see it. So. Well
1: Morpho is one of the most beautiful butterflies that you can have. Is it?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it really? It is. Is there, is there an actual butterfly called Morpho? Yeah, yeah. It's an actual butterfly called Morpho. That's yeah. where I got the name from. It's rare. It's rare okay. too. i do not going
1: to go this. Google.
0: Morpho butterfly. It's blue.
1: One of the most rarest and beautifulest <laughs> butterflies. One of the most
0: rarest and most beautiful butterflies of all time.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't even Google it like I don't believe you. Mm. Blue Morpho Butterfly? I don't know how to play this on Spotify.
1: <laughs> it is a butterfly. Mm. So we got it because the our journey a lot of the time is about um, spiritual journey, human journey, whatever you want to call it. Um, we go through so many dark times in our lives, I think everyone does, that we probably many times morph into the butterfly without us even really knowing. So that is where
0: morphine comes from do you ever think that people um get stuck in the phase of the cocoon and they think that's the rest of their life and they don't realize it and they're sort of stuck in that dark place yeah i think that's the rest of their life without knowing that they could emerge from the chrysanthemum like, oh, like beautiful, beautiful blue butterfly yeah like absolutely i think um i think what it is is
1: that we're not we've not like the shit we learn in school, photosynthesis. Like, yeah. I've not taken that with me. But if we got to learn and develop the skills in school, that right. we'd understand that, like the dark phases or the cocoon phases in our lives are only just for a short amount of time. If we choose to allow it to be that short amount of time, I never say to avoid them dark times, but to sit with it, feel it, and move through it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I do think that, like. We are not, not really taught very good coping, coping mechanisms in school at all. That's why you should mention school because that's where you actually know you from. It? We actually went to school together. Um, I stuck a cherry in his head. Yeah, <laughs> she's stuck a in me head, You are probably the person I've known for the longest. Do I speak to now? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually,
1: you're probably
0: the same. Yeah, it's weird, then, isn't it? Yeah, they're all on my Instagram, but we never speak to them. Yeah, fuck, I didn't even have anyone on my Instagram from school. I've got a few my personal. Yeah. And mm. now here we are, all spiritual and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Talking
0: about butterflies. So, what have you found most challenging about the spiritual path so far? Ah, oh, the fucking dark cocoon.
1: The dark cocoon? <laughs> yeah, I think we, like, I can't, I'm not even going to sit here and I'm going to be brutally honest. You don't hit that cocoon just once and become yeah. a butterfly you can hit it many times through your life
0: yeah
1: um but yeah that's dark i mean it, it hits you but like the difference now with me from doing the work learning the techniques and everything that i do i move through things um sometimes easier sometimes not um but move through it rather than battling against those them negative feelings when they do hit you.
0: Yeah, it's always about accepting it, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah.
0: And being aware that these things that do happen, and you're probably never going to stop them happening forever.
1: Yeah, like it's. Like, do you know what? Acceptance has been huge over the past couple of weeks with all my clients. Like it is about accepting it, and sometimes it's okay not to have a good day. Yeah.
0: Like
1: uh, every week. Um. Ashley often reminds me, uh, even with me because even though bump I'm bum slice, bump shout out to the bum slices <laughs> but even as the coach sometimes you forget yourself so it's nice to have the people surrounded around you Yeah. that will give you that much like when you're that day where it's not even like you're struggling sometimes you're just like ugh
0: sometimes it's quite happy isn't it sometimes I don't know why, I wake up sometimes like and I don't know why, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and I just felt so heavy and I felt like I couldn't move. And I felt like even a fault of just going outside the shop was just crippling me, do you know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh. But like, I had no reason to feel sad, do you know what I mean? But it was just one of them. Sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. And usually there have been times in my life where I would have let that get to me and I would have dealt with that in unhealthy ways, but. Um, now, like yesterday, I just had the acceptance that, yeah, it's going to pass, you know what I mean, anyway. So I might as well just sit off for a bit. and yeah. let it go over.
1: Well, exactly. So what I do with my clients as well is tell them to do it yourself. If you're having that one day where you are off, have it. Just sit with it. Yeah. Just try not to make it go into two days. Force yourself the next day to get up, even though it, you still might feel bad, but um, I just find that. Sometimes if you can, if you don't accept those days and after the day where you just allow yourself to rest and sit in the shit basically, yeah. um, you can end up being in a battle and it ends up dragging off for longer and longer than what it like maybe needs to.
0: Yeah. Does that De- make sense? Nah, no, definitely, yeah. Because we we end up propelling like the battle in our own head. We end up accelerating the fuel. We put the fuel on the fire anyway. That just keeps it going and we end up fucking creating a big fucking inferno. It doesn't have yeah. to be like that. It's just like a little shitty fire, just waiting for it to pass and put it on yourself and then just move on.
1: Yeah, literally, like something happened in January and <laughs> I woke up.
0: So tell me Zara, what happened in January?
1: Well, um, just something happened in January, but with the, what I was getting at was that I allowed myself in the morning. I was like, right Zara, you sit, you be miserable you stay in your bed but you've got till 12 o'clock so I allowed myself till 12 o'clock to sit in it, feel sad or do yeah. whatever it is I needed to do and then at 12 o'clock got up, got a shower went in, uh, picked my daughter up went out for a walk in the chair done all them things and I felt great but the reason why was because I allowed myself to feel it rather than trying to fight against it Yeah.
0: does
1: that make sense?
0: yeah definitely, I think it comes back to like one of the hermetic laws of um, which one is it? polarity. Do you know what I mean? So, like, where, where, where is the grey line between feeling good and feeling bad? Do you know what I mean? Like, you would either. I don't know what's on with you. Trying to get, trying to tell points, but I'm fucking lost. bit I'm going up to. Um. Like. The world is just full of grey areas, do you know what I mean? And I don't think it's right for her to always expect to be so happy all the time. Yeah. And not be so depressed. Where there's good,
1: there's bad, where's there's light, there's dark. Yeah. Like we I, love and light. Love and light and all that shite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honest to God, you know when people say when I hear the word love and light now, my dick shrivels up. <laughs> Honest to God. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm a lightwear. Fuck off. Yeah, I say love and light and all that
1: shite i mean like it is and it's like it serves you so much like by being positive but also it serves you even more by allowing yourself to sit in the shit yeah when it happens or when you're feeling it like um i post positive stuff and try and be as as positive as i can but sometimes yeah sometimes you're not Mm. and it's okay it is like it's absolutely okay
0: yeah and just like just to acknowledge that, that you do have them days it's, it's it's not about being positive all the time, it's about being realistic and realising that there's a balance to everything and being able to accept the balance and being able to sit with it and move forward and do what's best for the people around you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think yeah. when you have them like a lot of the time if we do stuff for ourselves, it doesn't really work out the way it's meant, meant to, but when we go up with the intentions that we're with other people and serve them the best we can, I think that's when we reach our true potential and then move forward in the best ways Yeah, absolutely On the subject of the darkness there, there is a natural occurring thing in the world anyway, the people shouldn't really try to banish or like shut out of their lives, but they should really accept it as a part of the life that they need to work through to grow, yeah. so is this why that you do what you do now?
1: Yeah, um around well, eight years ago, if not longer. I mean I've always been into going to like psychic readings and all things like that. More than I was obsessed with it more than for hope. But um yeah, um I kept what's the word that I can use? Now I know it as self sabotage yeah. and create in situations that I didn't really need to be in. Um and then I ended up um trying to avoid avoid a lot of stuff of the emotions that was going in and ended up going like down the partying kind of route. Yeah, masking um it. masking it massively when actually yeah. <laughs> wow that brought that shit to the surface. Yeah the a a no very short it. amount of time and then through that um the only way I could describe it is I wanted the there certain events that have happened within my life when I was diagnosed with PTSD and i didn't tell anyone about it and i was like living it like most days like dude, i used to go to the doctors and I used to say to them get it off me like i used to stroke down my arms like just take it off me was the only way i could describe it and then um like i'd had the counselling and things like that but it just wasn't just wasn't removing it yeah essentially and then i ended up taking my own trying to take my own life so um I ended up in hospital I was in hospital for about five days or so and it was after that like I'm having my daughter to be honest it was my daughter's picture that saved me was oh, yeah. it? yeah seeing my daughter I was like what the fuck have I done yeah. and then I had to wait and then I ran someone but yeah it was that and then it was here really yeah. where I was like wait okay sort your shit out yeah. like I was just on this mission and I think I'm still on a mission now I think we'll let we'll, the work never ends does it let's be honest to figure out why I was the way I was why I was Self sabotaging, where I was um, just putting myself in situations that I didn't need to be, which I knew, which I now know was because of the trauma, certain trauma that I've been through. So um, it just absolutely fascinates me. And then anything that I've gone on to help me, I've learned. And then I've wanted to help others. So the first thing that I've done was Reiki. So yeah. How'd
0: you find Reiki? I've got a few things, so I should actually know. But actually, before I go on to that, like, do you feel? Do you feel like the same person that you did when you tried to take your own life? I'm not going. I'm not going to be heavy. Here, like, but because I've been in a similar situation, and I look back now, and I don't feel like that. There's the same person that I was, and I think sometimes when we want, we want to become a new person that much because we're so sick of the old person that we have, But we don't. We can't. We can't see a way out, so we just try to do something stupid when we have the capability to to be reborn anyway do you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah you feel like I think at that point when i when I done it you feel like a burden don't you you feel like you're not wanted and I like honestly my my the reason what, why I did do it as well because I thought that my daughter would be better off without me Um and yeah and how fucking not true is that <laughs> like, it's mad it? it's like when now I'm like what the like why the fuck would you even think that like like, she's amazing, and there's no way that she'd be better off with with, cool. out with me. But at the same time, through my harsh lessons and my journey and everything, like, she's struggling a little bit now. And I look at her and think, okay, what did I need at the age of 14 that I didn't get? Yeah. So I've put her on now to her coach, which she started last week, which is it's not major things. Like, it's confident, like, will it'll be major to us, we'll come.
0: The, um, yeah, no of course. That, yeah,
1: but like a confidence and things like that. And I was like, but you know what? Like, if I had a bad that shit yeah. <laughs> at a young age, oh, how my life would have been different. So, um, yeah, going back to like what you said, like, um, I don't know if you said it before, but like my biggest downfalls. Oh, actually, that was from your content day today. But my biggest downfalls have actually been my biggest blessings because now, if I can watch her life be completely different to how. I took the approach of mine. my job is done, but not even yeah. just that. Like with my clients and it's like, it's, doesn't even feel like, like those like a call today or even when like, when you've done your breakthrough day and stuff, like saying, oh my God, like, I don't know what you've what, what it is that happened yesterday or what you've done, but there's been a shift. Like yeah. that, that is what I live for because they're the, I call them the light bulb moments where you're like, fuck that's why i do what i do <laughs> that that's because of that yeah. so it just it honestly blows my mind it
0: fascinates me and i just love it yeah that breakthrough day i did with you was pretty fucking intense man to be honest like um
1: i love the breakthrough days
0: they are good aren't they like my it, it is a heavy and like it's so weird like how to explain the shift that happens but it just felt like i was there was it was just there it wasn't like i found anything and it was like i'd sort of just seen what was actually there in the first place it's
1: um, a bit, bit like ah oh, so that's why i do what i do more yeah. than anything but we also so when i said to you like go back when i said about the doctors um, and i used to say to them just take it off me like my PTSD to that event i was like like the person that i saw to help me with it she done a time technique on me and on the time technique in that breakthrough day was she removed the traumatic traumatic events from off my skin to over the road yeah. so like now i can accept what's happened to me but it doesn't consume me anymore and i don't know where i was going with that but yeah the breakthrough days is a bit like it's like that with anything i think everyone's got trauma everyone's got ptsd and yeah. um, everyone every single person has got something in their life that has changed them or well, the event like another client last week her was she was blown away by one scenario one event that happened when she was 16 and stopped her from showing up stopped her being scared to do certain things to create a business she's been on all kinds of courses but has not showing up and doing any of it and it's all gone back to um, an event from when she was 16 she was like I can't believe that one event has held me back with her negative emotions and the limited beliefs that she could not show up in a way that she's wanted to
0: so, you know, we were talking about these time techniques before when you were mentioning them. Yeah. So what are they? And could you elaborate a bit, a bit Yeah, more?
1: so I think mm-hmm. depending on the practitioner, whoever, it is like, depending on the practitioner, I think everyone's different. But um, time techniques is something that... Um, I love this mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Let's just pause it. <laughs>
1: um so time techniques is the only way I can describe it. So yeah, this is how I'm gonna describe it. So you show your subconscious it's like a big fat filing cabinet, yeah. And yeah. in that filing cabinet is loads of files that we've got emotional attachment. It is a load of files with events that we've got emotional attachments to. Yeah. So if I use an example here, yeah, say if you think back of your favourite holiday this song actually gives me all the feels anyway, <laughs> but if <laughs> you think about a song, one of your favorite favourite holidays, what's the emotional, um, the, what are the emotions that come up?
0: Happiness, excitement, I um, don't know, just like... The anticipation of going yeah. away
1: yeah like, yeah yeah so that's like a little file that's just come out and but you've just seen and thought of that holiday then oh. yeah. so that is one of those files come out of the filing cabinet that's come up that gives you that emotional response in a positive way so do you know so it's the same with the negative ones but a lot of the time we don't know where the negative ones come from so i'll use the example of us talking about the money situation before yeah um me going to the tail with my call and being like oh, "There's worry for a loaf of bread when I know yeah. I've got the money in the bank and I'm like why the hell am I worrying because that is a form of trauma with me, fingers yeah. trauma <laughs> fingers
0: <laughs> trauma
1: <laughs> that my subconscious has held on to because there's been times obviously that I've gone to purchase something and yeah. I've not had money in the bank or whatever to pay yeah. so that worry comes up so it can relive again and again in scenarios in our lives and um, if that makes sense
0: yeah do you think that might be because during that's like because your body has found itself in that situation before
1: so it's protecting Being, yeah it's like so that anxiety to protect you. Yeah. so when those thoughts come when that emotion comes up as a bit like warning warning that makes sense yeah so what the time techniques do is we go in on those certain events and we take positive learnings it's always got to be positive learnings from any of the situations and um, for you to release it so you not no, so you no longer have that emotional attachment to some of those events yeah does that make sense yeah
0: i think when people talk about time techniques and that i think people think oh it's gonna be like a bit hooey hoo like do you know what i mean like it's like oh you're going back in time and
1: yeah and i shape. mean i'm quite like i'm on it it's not. Or whatever, blessed whatever you want to call it. That like, spin it step forward. Sometimes with me, with the clients, and will give me ages yeah. of the, like they're struggling, of ages where they need to go to. Yeah. The clients that sat there, and I've got to so, go to age six and the whole face, <laughs> the whole face. Like I asked them first to age, and they they might be struggling. But anyway, the um, and I'll say go to age six and the whole face crunches up to say age six, yeah, and then the it relaxes it to say oh. And then they, yeah. that file the subconscious shows them that file um so yeah so basically time techniques goes in on those negative situations or events um to go in so you can finally release them so you don't have so you don't carry it around with you so one of my ptsds the whole reason why i got into the time techniques is honest to god i buzz off it <laughs> it's my absolute favorite yeah. thing to do so, one of my events is that I used to sit there, stand there, have the dishes, and I'd have the emotion. It, it, it's, if I got triggered, or a smell, or a song, or anything, that's it. It drew me down yeah. for days. I didn't know at the time it was PTSD. Um, but now, the event has happened, but it's all the way over the road. I know it's there, but I don't have that emotional attachment to yeah. it
0: anymore. You disconnect with it.
1: Yeah, not like it's disconnected, but not
0: yeah does it's that still make there sense? it's
1: there but i don't have that but the no trauma. so the trauma that negative emotions that come up does it really serve us to carry like we can go through certain events and even like guilt because some of the events that we may have done to others it doesn't serve us to carry it but the biggest apology is always change behavior yeah so
0: definitely yeah uh, i do agree with that so
1: that is i hope that makes sense in what time techniques means to me
0: yeah definitely yeah mm-hmm. you've explained yeah. it really well
1: but in doing so i've had three clients that no longer have ptsd really yeah i've got four that are no longer on medication cool. um so time techniques is fucking
0: magic yeah time techniques and <laughs> um, you know what like with all techniques that it's all all like be, oh, i don't know how to explain it but all the symptoms of depression, anxiety they're all neurological and physiological behaviours that come from certain things and people think that by taking medication and stuff, like listen like I I believe if you you have to take medication you have to take medication but I think for me definitely it'll be be a last resort which I've been offered plenty of time and I've said no because I feel that it doesn't address the root cause of the problem, it just addresses the symptoms. Yeah,
1: I was on it for thirteen years. Yeah. Um, I'm no longer on it anymore. Um uh, in the second year, no, I'm not having it. Um, so like any of my clients, anyone that comes to me, um Even after a few sessions, some of them, like, right, our meds come off, and I'm like, no, 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 no. no." Because it does serve its purpose, the medication, and sometimes we actually do need it. But what I learned from medication is it just masks it. Whereas you can be on the medication to help you be able to get up every day and things like that. But the best work that you will ever do is work on why you feel the way that you do. Um, Find a coach, get help. Like, the most... What's the word? See, this is where I get like so many words. The most, the strongest thing. What is it? <laughs> the most powerful thing that anyone can do that shows like the strongest person is reaching out and asking for help. Yeah. When I went to the doctors and they told me I had PTSD, I would come out so mortified because it was a it was a not a label that I didn't want. Do you know what I mean? It was like oh another label yeah. with my anxiety and depression. Like, but amazing, my mission to figure out okay, how how can I Re- remove this yeah Not well, yeah remove it release it release how can it. i release this like it doesn't it, it, it doesn't anxiety and depression Service. and all things like that is things that how i would say this they're good like the label. but i think yeah, yeah but it's good good to have the label but it, it's good to, to have it to work off yeah So, if you've got these things, you don't need to wear it. Like, it doesn't, like, the anxiety,
0: depression,
1: or PTSD, that's not who
0: you are. That's just a little part of you that needs work on. Yeah. That's a perfect way to explain it, to be honest, because these these mental health struggles that a lot of us are going through, the vast majority of us are going through at the minute, people see them as a a problem when they're really just signs of things we need to change about ourselves. Yeah. And
1: it goes back to the acceptance, we're not always going to be okay, like I've got all of these techniques and doing whatever it is that I'm doing, but there's going to be times when (sighs) spirit are going to pull me pants down. Yeah, (laughs) of course. And I'm going to have to work through something else. The work doesn't end, but it is the most liberating, most amazing thing that you'll do. Like the Zara now to the Zara even two years ago, like it's completely different. Like I don't necessarily try to run away or sleep away my problems anymore like the way I used to. i get up and try and make the day as best as I can, but even on those days, like, for instance, like you saw about earlier last Friday, I was absolutely exhausted, allowing
0: myself just to rest. Fuck it. Right. Um, Do you think young people are not getting the right training in coping mechanisms and emotional well-being that they should be doing?
1: Um. No, they're not. I, no. Absolutely, if sure. I hadn't known the shit that I know now, I'd fall to you. Wow. Just yeah. like, wow, like as well, part of it, owning your own shit. The yeah. choices that you make is what is going to, is the, what's the word?
0: The repercussions.
1: Yeah. Like, so, like something that I do with my own daughter now is I go, right. Okay. So you've got a choice. So if you do it this way, this is going to happen. If you do it this way, that's going to happen. The reason why i do that now is to open our minds to different solutions yeah different, solutions, ways of thinking. different ways of yeah different ways of thinking like i don't ever remember like any of that it was always you should or you yeah. shouldn't yeah but it is like i don't forget as well when the children children's and stuff like from our parents and whatever they are just we don't get a manual to this they are just learning they are just doing what probably they were taught.
0: Yeah, and it's a cycle, isn't it? It's you a know cycle I mean? that
1: continues until someone breaks the cycle. Yeah. Like, I always say, like, even down to us, we're grown-ass adults with kids, with inner children that just want to be loved and hugged in the right way yeah. and that we take on into adult life.
0: Do you ever think, like, I think it's dead funny. Like, I'm 33, yeah, and I think, like, when I was, like, my mum my, my and dad in my age, they had, like... like like more like mortgages and like three kids and like, and like everything like just like grown up and I'm like yeah fuck this I'm, I'm just fucking looking- 30
1: 34 <laughs> single mom <laughs> yeah like you both do you know what I laugh at like like when I was younger you used to think oh my god they like they I don't think I'd together. use this term but like they've got this shit together yeah. they're married they've got this but like the married they've got this relationship they've got a mortgage etc etc but like as you get older, you realise like
0: that's not no. you, one you don't know
1: what goes on behind closed doors, exactly. and two that's not like the big old end. like how we what we're showing from a young age actually isn't real life.
0: Yeah, and it's society. Like people think that like they have these views of a society where you're supposed to go to you're supposed to go to school, you're supposed to get good grades, you go to uni, you come out of uni, you get a good job, you meet someone, yeah. you get married, get a house, have a nice car, have kids, and then like everyone does that and by the time they're 25 they're divorced fucking
1: yeah like, <laughs> they, like you are spot on like and um, like even like um i don't know fucking, me as dad is like married they've got two kids and they've got like these stable <laughs> jobs yeah. like nine to five doing whatever it is and i've always like at people and thought that's not what i'm here to do yeah like that's not
0: yeah that's
1: absolutely just not not it makes my, in that,
0: yeah it makes my uh, skin like or, like the fall of being like sat, like i, I think that and a probably, lot of people
1: settle.
0: they do but and i think that also shows a bit of i don't know like sometimes i feel like maybe that is happiness but maybe i'm just a bit different than everyone else and because i'm chasing this this ideolation of being on an adventure and like life should be
1: and then this isn't like interesting what you're saying like is it happiness or you just settle into that programmed way of okay you go to work nine till five you make someone else rich basically like i worked in asda for 13 years 13 13 years on the george like it got to the point in that after 13 years though it was either leave or be sacked yeah
0: 13 years (laughs) that's a long (laughs) stint in asda that
1: yeah, on the job but do you know what? I loved it. I really did. I loved doing the clothes and everything. Like um, I loved that whole aspect of it. But yeah, I just always knew. And like you're the same as well. Like this isn't yeah. I wanna be travelling around the world helping people on a bigger yeah. scale, like just going to work and, and it's fine to anyone who wants to do that. Like everyone's different. But yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Like yeah.
0: I remember I was um I was out of work once and I was, was when I was with Olivia's mom and we were driving home, we were on the dock road in And um she was like, I just want you to she just wants me to have a normal job. She wants, I just want you to have a normal job so you can come home and you can watch telly or whatever. And um I was like, That is not me. I was <laughs> like, I am yeah. not doing that and I was like, I want to be a sport waiter and this at the time I didn't have no qualifications obviously because I where I when I grew up in the, the situation that I found myself in, I wanted to go back and help people that were similar similar situation to me, and I was like, no, nope, that's it, I'm fucking had enough. And then I just started on my own little journey. Then, but that was about that was about eight years ago because that was before the he was born. And now, like, I've got like a really good job out of it. I'm doing really well, but it's not the not the be all
1: yeah you amazing what you do I couldn't
0: do the shit you do <laughs> absolutely but not. I love the chaos of it like I <laughs> I can't have a 9 to 5 like yeah. I couldn't go to work and then come back and like my family the way they grew up was just you go to work you come home you go to the pub you go to your nan's on a Sunday for a Sunday dinner and you go and do it all again do you know what I <laughs> mean and I was like that dread the Monday yeah.
1: Monday dread working
0: for the weekend
1: yeah no.
0: Yeah and like nah I'm just like I want to do my own thing and I would rather be like I would rather earn minimum wage working for myself doing my own thing but, freedom yeah. I mean, do you
1: know any person who is self-employed or well, I can never say the word entrepreneur entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. yeah Like, what they're working working towards is freedom and it's freedom of maybe finances just freedom of time yeah. more than anything like for me as well, it's an absolute luxury to be able to get up in the morning, go for a walk, come back and take my daughter to school. Yeah. Like, when I went to NASA, I couldn't do that. It was always fighting for someone to go and get it than that. Like, yeah. when people will go on the, even never is hard work. But I think what people strive for more than anything is freedom of, time and
0: free it's just free freedom of time, freezing of money, not having to worry about the money coming up the bills and stuff like that. Whereas some people can see it as materialistic, maybe. But I think the more materialistic side of it lies in where keeping up with the Joneses type of thing where be you have this like more like I think a mortgage if I like I'm thirty three now, if I got a mortgage it'll be just a I don't know, like it would be like a, a
1: you know who changed my on mindset it. on mortgages? James Smith PT. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So something that has actually been one of my goals because and I never realised until it was something on his podcast and something that he said he spoke about on his um on his Instagram. He said about mortgages and um, I always thought on a subconscious level, without realising or conscious whatever, that oh I need to get a mortgage because that means that to everyone else I've made it or she's doing well now yeah, because she's got, got, got a, a together. mortgage. But when actually, when I was start was, well, how the fuck does that, how does having a mortgage make me that you've been successful in your
0: life? Yeah. Like... I think it's about assets. and Have you ever read, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Um, I've read it
1: a long time ago.
0: That's like that. But that really changed my views on finances. But I don't know, like, I've, I've always rented, obviously, like, because of the way I've grew up and that. My my financial spending has been fucking ridiculous. Like I have no like financial, what's it called, education whatsoever. So like with that and with ADHD as well, when I get money, it was just like gone, gone, gone. And I I got into the habit of always, of being in survival mode and my money because the way I grew up, I was always, I was always sort of looking for my next meal. I didn't know where I was going to eat. Didn't know I was going to sleep. Whatever. And that sort of carried on to me when I sort of got to, and it's only the last two years now where I've been able to, been like, oh no, I'm going to survive either way. So I'm going to put this money away. I'm going to put this money into this thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to buy stuff with this money that's going to, that I'm going to invest in certain attributes or skills that I need to yeah. do. Um, that's just... so interesting that you're
1: saying about that as well because literally, like the past week, I've been like, right, I need to sort my finances out because. And that goes back to subconscious and limiting beliefs and things like that. Like, if you grew up with your family where they are struggles or you've always struggled, you can carry that with you through your life of yeah. thinking that it's always going to be a struggle or when that money comes in, oh, my God, I need to spend it because you don't know when the next penny is going to come in. So you can continue a pattern of something like that from an old belief system. Sometimes the belief system might not even be yours. Yeah. I've want a limiting belief and change, actually, on... It was like, not never having enough money, and I always thought, Why do I always think I'm never gonna have enough because everything's gonna be fine? Yeah. Like, going for sometimes, going into the shop, I'm panicking, thinking there's not gonna be enough on my cards when yeah. I know there's enough on my cards. Yeah. I was thinking, What uh, the hell uh, no way. am I doing this? So, I was like, Right, got a touch with my coach, I need you to help me with this because I don't know why I'm getting this anxiety with my cards when yeah. I know there's money on there. And it actually took me back on the technique was down to it, like being in a house with my mum and dad and my mum and dad screaming at the top bottom of the stairs talking about money and it blew me mind because my dad even to now this day will always go i haven't got any money even if he's got 20 grand in the bank yeah like and i thought you know what this fucking belief system isn't even <laughs> mine it is
0: yeah but, carrying on.
1: yeah so i i've done work on releasing releasing that because like what like it's abundant yeah
0: it's funny as you'd say that with the shop because I used to do that all the time. Because I would go up, and like by the time I was getting to the yeah. tail, I was adding nothing up in the trolley. Like, that's 20. i I've 8 pounds 20, that's five pounds 20. This is just is three pounds 50. I've got enough, I've got enough. How much can I have left over? I don't know I've got enough left over anyway. Then I just do it, do it. It's like, in a, in a, like this weird panic. and right? I'm just like, yeah, why am I panicking? Well, yeah. I, I know.
1: I've only
0: got money for <laughs> bread. <laughs> I've
1: got money in the bank. Like, what's the panic? Like, it's like, now because of doing the work, when those motions come up, I sit, I, I sit and I do flag maybe a little little bit too much, but it's like, okay, where's this coming from? Why am I feeling like this? And then even if I can't figure it out, I get in touch with my own coach and go, right, like, hey, okay, this is going on, sort of this shit out for yeah. me. And then...
0: Even the coaches have coaches, don't they?
1: Coaches are going to have coaches. Yeah.
0: and the coaches are going to have coaches who have coaches. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. it's just like, it's funny, isn't it? You've got to have that person as well. Like... Uh, like the reason why yeah. I put my daughter onto own coach as well because we can't have the people that are closest to us. Yeah. Definitely. Um. That's happened recently, even with a friend. So, yeah. and it's fine because we don't pay attention to the people that are closest to us, but we will respect and take pay attention to the like other oh,
0: people, people yeah. which we
1: do, like especially in a profession and things. So the change in like Mia from I think she had two sessions now.
0: Wow. Really, yeah. I, that much of a change. Honest
1: to God, like there's like a little bit of light back. Aww. Um, she's up. Seems already a little bit more confident, and I'm just like, wow. Like, but even though I'm training her from that, do I couldn't sit there because she'd be like, shut up, mom. Yeah, you exactly. It work. You, don't, <laughs> yeah.
0: you don't listen to your mom. No, and dad, she'd do be like, anything?
1: shut your mouth.
0: Shut <laughs> <laughs> <Get> up, <laughs> <a> bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'd love to do like create a program. For the younger generation
0: yeah like 14 14 to 21 year olds
1: yeah like massively right? why
0: because there is because pro- we are programmed aren't we from that age So zero to
1: seven seven yeah. to 14 14 to 21 and i think zero to seven seven to 14 yeah they can have like, mindfulness and that in the schools but i think the biggest programming yeah. this is just my personal perspective is probably 14 to
0: yeah what do you say Um.
1: Shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's harder. But they reckon they say, they reckon they say, um, from (laughs) zero to seven, uh, we get our values from our parents.
1: Yeah.
0: From seven to 14, we get our values and belief systems from our peers. Yeah. They were the people closer to us, which is really important to make sure that when your kids go to school, they don't hang around with dickheads. Yeah, so so this is on the when
1: I do the time techniques. So when I do them, so you, to, to discover the root cause, even down to, so it's generational. That's last, that might be a bit wacky <laughs> for people, yeah, but fucking yeah. real. Then you have the womb, and you can actually take on, what's fascinating is, about, you can take shit on from your mum yeah. while she's pregnant. So like, Definitely. I've done, um, when I, at the time, i done to me on sadness. Um, I was carrying sadness, and they took me back to my mum's womb. By the way, you, you, I am, um, they, coach or whoever it is that does these techniques takes you on, like, takes you, guides you. It's you that sees this stuff, not the coach. Yeah. So anyway, I am um, kind of sadness, and I went back to my mum's womb at six months and come out. So my mum lost her mum when she was six months pregnant with me, and I was kind of sadness. Well, okay. So there's that. And then there's birth. So your birth is not zero to seven, is your imprint, your seven to 14 is your modelling, and then your 14 to 21 is your socialisation and
0: then 21 to 30 etc etc yeah. this is why we always change and we always develop depending on the choices that we make it's that interesting you say that about the room stuff because i've just completed some cat therapy uh, training and work which is cognitive analytical therapy yeah and through that they were telling us because it's all to do with personality disorders and stuff like that and it, it goes into how how the trauma actually goes back to the womb and stuff like that, and yeah. they were telling us how the physiology the physiological effects on the woman's body during birth can imprint, yeah, how the baby is born and then how it grows up and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, and then the first few years as well. It's quite, it's quite sad, really, when When you see how it born. is, and even like
1: generational, like that shit is real, like I am. Um... Something uh, that I made a conscious effort of was with, like, it was my granddad, my granddad used to suffer with depression. My dad, there's a cycle to you know, like, go back to the cycles we both yeah. of about. And then me, and I was like, I'm, to be honest, he can gonna bug up my dad and I still can now and be like, oh my God, I can't be like you. Yeah, fuck this. Fuck this, I can't be like you, because there was so many treats that I was copying. Like, so his traits, one of his coping mechanisms was going to bed yeah. and sleeping sleeping whenever time got whenever they got tough that's exactly what i
0: used to do yeah well and you felt you even said the other day you was going to do that didn't you because you said remember you were saying you you felt like shit, so you went back and you went to bed didn't you
1: yeah, yeah. I went back to bed but that has also created fear in me because i don't stay in bed anymore i used to yeah. i'm doing all the release and everything i don't like i have noticed it if are like okay how can you make today a little bit better other than sitting in it for a little bit or resting when I needed to. Like, last week, what happened was it was in complete burnout. was burning the candle with my friends, but it's still when those feelings come up and you are exhausted, creates that fear of, oh my God, I'm going back to that depressed thing when it's not. So it's about disassociation. Dis-
0: dissociation.
1: Yeah, the two. Like, no, I'm not going back there. Yeah. I'm just
0: tired. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. Zara, thanks very much (laughs) for all uh, your valuable input over the past (laughs) hour and a half it's been really interesting to hear about the techniques and the stuff you use and how many lives you've impacted and also a bit about your backstory and where you've come from as well and why it's so valuable I think to have someone who's walked the walk and can talk the talk who's helping you out in your daily life so if anyone wants to find you where would they find you?
1: Thank you very, very much for <laughs> having me. the Shamanic man, um, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I'm on Instagram, morpho underscore transformyourwife. So, yeah, they can find me on there, shoot me a DM, and, yeah. Breakthrough. Yeah, let's break through. I
0: want to break through. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that yeah <laughs> let's fucking make shit happen let's yeah. get you like what like your biggest thing as well when you came when you we did a break with you like it's getting people out of their own way
0: yeah definitely
1: like massively
0: yeah and like um, like my biggest thing was like I wouldn't like show me face on it, you know like I wouldn't even like be on the zoom video for and with, like for Christmas party and that to, yeah.
1: Chops are everywhere. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Getting the grid out
1: Yeah, it's good though, ground. isn't it? Like it's amazing how much when you think about it, how much we just stand in our own way from achieving whatever it is that we wanted to achieve. I mean yeah. at this time I still do it now. I have to have a little laser. So.
0: Yeah, give your head a wobble.
1: <laughs> yeah, give me head <laughs> a wobble. Exactly that. But yeah, yeah thank you for I've really it. It's I'm and chatting well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I mean?
0: You just think we could talk, aren't you? So... Gives <laughs> me crazy. a change from talking to myself. <laughs>
1: Who's <laughs> next on the podcast then?
0: I don't know. Fucking, um, Russell Brand.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we'll see what happens. We've yeah. got a fucking, probably just need talking to myself for a few weeks again. Spirit Guide Steve. Are
1: will let Steve
0: He's alright. I keep saying, coming into my mind, but trying to masturbate.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't even know what to respond. <laughs>
0: That's it, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>